Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Greetings, everyone. Or should I say, seasons greetings? Or really, it should be seasoned greetings. Because we got sauce out here, people. Uh, welcome to, I think, maybe the only podcast I'm releasing, or I've released in December so far. Listener numbers tend to drop, so... I don't think it's fair to release any interviews with guests because they won't get the listeners they deserve. So, just little old me. Uh, I'm in the process of editing my audiobook and I have never been more bored of my own voice because I've read my own book hundreds of times. I've, you know, been through that and copyrighted it and proofread it and then I've read it for the audio and now I'm having to listen to it again at one time speed to edit out things like breaths or whatever or to close gaps or where I've messed up pronunciation or (sighs) yeah so I'm taking a quick break to share with you something that I shared on my Instagram stories now I believe very openly in strong opinions loosely held now what that means is if there's evidence if something is supported you know if I can see that an opinion or belief that I have is wrong or or is not the most efficient or doesn't match reality, then I will let go of that opinion and we'll all be happy forever. Now, I've said some things. God, it sounds like a confession. Uh, Yes, Father, I've I've said some things. No, I've said some things in the past quite uh, strongly. You know, and I've said, no, I would never do this or I would absolutely do this. And yeah, I've kind of come to realise probably the hard way and the expensive way that actually I would do those things that I said I wouldn't. So let's talk about the first one. Now, I have previously said in one way or another, I wouldn't use a project manager on a simple buy-to-let refurb. I absolutely would now. I said before that I wouldn't do it. It doesn't make sense. It's a waste of money. Mm -mm. Times have changed. If it was close by to me, so within an hour, no way I would not do it. But for further investing, of which I do, I would absolutely do it. Um, You know, even if it's to the level where it's not a project manager, but it's someone signing off work. So every Friday, when the builder wants to invoice, someone goes around, they view it, they assess it, they check the quality, and then they sign off payment. That is enough for me because the rest I can manage quite easily. Um, and it isn't too time consuming, but really it's that quality control. But really, you know, having a project manager, even on a simple buy-to-let refurb, would make a big, big difference in the level of stress. Yes, it would cost more, so the ROI would maybe not be as good, but the ROI of that reduced stress is amazing. So I most definitely would use a project manager on a buy-to-let. Now, of course, you know, they're not easy to find. They're probably sort of harder to locate than a good builder because they're not really on the websites or in the locations you'd normally go to. Uh, There's a lot of deal sources who do do it. And I mean, they are deal sources, not project managers. But if they've done X many deals and, you know, you've seen them and they're doing it well and they're happy to do it for you, then hey, why not? They may not because, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, when they're not getting the original sourcing fee. 
but I have certainly changed my mind on that one. I also used to say that I would not work with sources. Most of them are crap. And guess what? Most of them are still crap. You know, things ain't changed that much. But I would definitely work with some of them. Now, if I can get a good 30% return on cash left in deal, fully found, managed, on budget, on time, without having to leave my house, I mean, you know, yes, it's 20% less than I normally accept. But when I'm working with investors and none of my funds go into it, and I'm doing flips and other bigger projects now in Harvardshire, which will allow me to pull out money and pay them back from what's left in in the deal with a saucer, I certainly would. So look out next year. There might be some interesting social media collaborations uh, that I'll be doing with people. And uh, yeah, maybe a kind of new model for me to carry on building my buy to let empire on the side of doing some other developments, land, conversions, flips, which I really, really like. And of course, some of these investors are earn and learn investors who invest with me, not for an interest rate, but for education or access to my new e-learning platform, tedtalks.learnworlds.com. So, you know, there's kind of a, a double edge here that actually I could be doing this and an investor could be getting an education on site, seeing and following a project go from start to finish. So if that's you, you know, please get in touch with me. Minimum amounts, really, it's about 20, 25, probably 30, but... Get in touch with me. Why not? Of course, if the saucer has a deal of right move, then oh God, begrudgingly, I would look at it if it was a really good deal. But oh, the principle annoys me, you know? And yeah, that's silly. It's not about the principle. It's about the freaking ROI. But because I can source myself and I know how to do it well and I know the contacts and the people in my areas, I don't think I would do that. I think what I would do is go to auction. And if I have to overpay slightly at auction, then I will for that 28 day completion, which is much better than three months with, you know, a typical agent kind of deal in commencing. So, you know, I, yeah, I wouldn't buy through right move, but I would certainly, I would certainly work with sources. Note, this is not an invite to slide in my DMs. I already know who I'd work with. Um, but yeah, that's something I said I wouldn't do and I was very against, but now I'm open to it. I've also said before, I would not pay for education, mainly because I think there's a lot of bad education out there. So, you know, I think quite rightly, a lot of people would say, oh, I don't really want to pay for education. However, looking back at my journey, I know certain points, X, Y, Z, along the way, along each refurb, that if someone, you know, an experienced mentor, or if I had the right education in the first place, would have said, ah, we're at this juncture right now, and I think you need to go left, not right. I think you need to open the first door, not the fifth door you know, basically meaning, I think you need to use this material, or I think your builder's lying to you, or you need to find a new building, or just cut this person go, or have you tried this, have you tried that, or the figures are changing right now, maybe you just get rid, you know, there would have been, there's so many steps, I know them all for each deal, that would have changed the trajectory of that deal, and therefore the profit on that deal, and, you know, that's quite big, because I definitely would have saved, you know, arguably tens of thousands of pounds and made tens of thousands of pounds if I started with the right education and or I had a mentor along the way. Now, look, it's not to say it's easy to find education. It's not to say that education is cheap or that mentors are cheap or that it's it's easy to find them. No way. Absolutely not. But I just know 
you know, let's say I paid a mentor, I don't know, a couple hundred quid a month, yeah? So, you know, a grand or two a year. I know for a fact I would have made £10,000 on one of my flips that I've, I'm now making almost a loss on or breaking even on. So the ROI on that is I spend, say, two grand, I make 10 grand, I'm up eight grand on that. Now, you can do that multiplier, that's four times what I initially put into it. So, you know, would I pay for education now in, in like development and land stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, am I, of course, you know, doing the free methods first until I get to certain stopping points? Yes, I am. But this is a big thing in development and land. You, you know, the mistakes, it's not like, ah, oh, you know what? We have to rewire it now. That's an extra two grand. It's like, you ain't getting planning and you've bought a site. You idiot, Tej. What are you going to do now? <laughs> you know, it's a lot, lot bigger. But, you know, having said that, so are the margins. So, so are the buffers, you know. But it's not somewhere I want to be making mistakes in. But, of course, having said that, you know, yeah, buy to let mistakes may be more manageable. But that's because I'm working with investors who understand this and always provide enough or more than enough for each deal. If you're not and you're struggling to find investors, then it is a costly mistake. If you've got 10 grand in the bank, you got 10 grand in the bank. You can't suddenly get three grand more, you know, if you're not raising finance. So you need to kind of think about that. Um, so I absolutely would, I would pay for education, you know. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I've said before, I would never JV with anyone. And to be honest, it's still pretty much the case. However, because I'm looking at bigger stuff now, I'm most certainly interested in it. So if you have two, 300, 400k plus, um, and you want a JV, this is not to hold, by the way, this is only on flips or developments, please get in touch with me, you know, let's see what we can do. I'm already speaking to quite a few people, but always happy to, to talk to more people. I love speaking to people full stop and we can't do any networking events. So I'm pretty uh, bored. <laughs> I miss meeting new people, you know, shaking someone's hand and, you know, getting to know them. So yeah, if you got that, let's talk. But, you know, I do have a JV company set up with someone. We're both quite similar, not in personalities, but in, the, in what we both bring to the deals. But we'll both be able to bring finance, both be able to bring a deal, etc., etc. Um, you know, 95% of, you know, percent of cases, I will not JV. But there's definitely, you know, I've definitely opened up to it a lot more than I was before. And, you know, I was very much against it. And look, this hasn't changed that much. But it's still a change, you know, for me anyway. Like, that is still a change. Uh, another thing I said is investing from afar is straightforward. Now, um, LOL. That's not lots of love, yeah? And I'm loving this. Uh, it's more like LOP, lots of pain. Sounds like a new group, doesn't it? LOP, baby. Uh, look, with a good team who you trust, which is very hard with tradespeople, then yes, it can be straightforward. With the right planning, schedule of work, contracts, risk mitigation, local support, motivation, tech, time, it can be straightforward. But when you're doing a lot of things at once, uh, it is difficult. And trust is very, very difficult. You know, it's easy to say, oh, well, with these 10 factors, it is easy. Where well, it's like, hold on, getting those 10 factors is not easy. Um, it, I think generally it is, it is hard to invest from home. Uh, if you work full time, even harder. That's when, you know, sources and things like that come into you know, kind of being useful. But 
I certainly am thinking it's not straightforward, which is why I would use a project manager or a quality control officer. Let's give it an official name. But yeah, you know, now I know how to do it, where I've lost money and the mistakes I've made. I know I can go back and it would be straightforward. It had, you know, right now, if I bought four more Vitalets, they are going to be the best Vitalets in the whole freaking area. I promise you that. And they're going to go the smoothest and they're going to come in on budget and they're going to be amazing. You know, after 15 refurbs, I can say that now with confidence that I'm ready to rock them. And if you're on your first, third, fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever, and you think, I'm still getting things wrong. I'm still learning. I'm still not getting it right. Listen, look at me, mate. 15 properties later. Now I, I believe I can get it right. And hopefully I'll prove this as well pretty shortly. 15 properties in nine months. And then, you know, the many, many, many months afterwards, you know, ah, yeah. So don't, don't give up and don't be disheartened because look at me as an example. Look how long it took me and you followed my journey to get to this stage. So strong opinions loosely held. Hey people, I have launched my new e-learning platform. It is a very affordable, I think it may be the most cost efficient on the market, modular e-learning platform that you can learn in your own time, in your own space and at your own pace. There's over 30 hours of content that I've never shared before. 99% of this is new and different from the book. More than 100% of it, I don't know how it's possible, is different from the podcasts. There's different modules, so you don't have to do the BRR package, although you do save quite a bit of money, I think it's like 38% by doing the BRR package. We go through everything on screen. I've got PDFs, I've got ebooks, assessments, quizzes, certificates, walkthroughs, talkthroughs, everything. And go check it out, okay? I think you'll be surprised at how much is in it for what it costs. And you can find out more at tedtalks.learnworlds.com. So tedge.learnworlds.com. tedtalks.learnworlds.com. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.